0: Today in business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work. Teledriving is a sneaky shortcut to driverless cars. German startup Vey is pushing teledriving, in which cars are remotely operated by humans, as easier to achieve than fully autonomous driving. By Sean Leibone On the busy streets of suburban Berlin just south of Tempelhoferfeld, a white Kia is skillfully navigating double-parked cars, roadworks, cyclists, and pedestrians. Dan, the driver, strikes up a conversation with his passengers, remarking on the changing traffic lights and the sound of an ambulance screaming past in the other direction. But Dan isn't in the car. Instead, he's half a mile away at the offices of German startup Vey. The company kits its cars with radar, GPS, ultrasound, and an array of other sensors to allow drivers like Dan to control the vehicles remotely from a purpose-built station equipped with a driver's seat, steering wheel, pedals, and three monitors providing visibility in front of the car and to its side. Vey's approach, which is called teledriving, is pitched as an alternative to fully autonomous driving, which is proving much harder to achieve than first thought, as the likes of Waymo, Cruise, and Tesla have discovered. Vey was co-founded by Fabrizio Schelzi, Bogdan Jukic, and Thomas von der Ohr, whose personal epiphany came while working at Zooks one of the world's leaders in robotaxi development. At Zoox, remote driving was used as a fail-safe for driverless cars. If a self-driving car came across an unexpected obstacle, teleguidance would allow a human operator to take control of the vehicle remotely and steer it around the obstruction. But von der Ohr was frustrated by the industry's slow progress. Robotaxis, for the past 10 years or so, it always seems like they are three years out, he says. We actually still don't know so we thought about a different approach. How can we get something to market quicker that has great benefits for the customer and cities? Remote human assistance, von der Oer realized, had many benefits over fully autonomous vehicles. It could prevent cars from getting stuck in tricky situations and address safety concerns. Plus, it could be ready years, if not decades, sooner. Why don't we just drive ourselves, he says. They, where von der Oer is now CEO, positions itself as an alternative approach to driverless mobility. While customers drive the vehicles like usual, Vey's teledrivers take control of the vehicles once they have been used and drive them remotely to their next destination, a zip car that delivers itself to your door. But Vey has grander ambitions, to kill the parking space and redefine the city. In Europe and the U.S., we have cities that are built for cars, Vonda Oa says. That's how it used to be. You needed parking spaces, so you built them. I'm very driven by having a sustainable and livable city that is built around us and not around cars and traffic jams. This isn't der oers first attempt at tackling this problem. As an undergrad in 2009, he co-founded Pocket Taxi, a carpooling service aimed at reducing traffic and emissions by promoting a more flexible ride-sharing environment. And while Vay's method may be more high-tech, the goal is ultimately the same, reducing the need for individual car ownership by providing a flexible alternative and freeing up space for people. Things have come a long way for Vey since it was founded in 2018. We actually started with a small toy car, Oa says. The company now tests its fleet of cars and drivers at Berlin's abandoned Tegel Airport. Earlier this year, Vey opened its first U.S. office in Las Vegas. And in February, one of the company's cars became the first to drive on a public road in Europe without a person inside it. This milestone was very big for us, Vonda Ohr says. It showed that from a regulatory and tech perspective, we made so much progress that we can do that. The next goal is to bring Vey to market so that a customer can click a button, have one of Vey's electric vehicles driven to them, and then leave it wherever they are when they're done, without the need to park. Orr is confident this will be sooner rather than later. It will be in limited numbers, he says, but it shouldn't be really in years, it's more like months. Beyond the launch, and even beyond Ve, Orr is excited about the potential that teledriving as a concept has to offer the world in the years to come. Driver shortages at airports, harbors, or in the trucking industry, for example, can be assuaged by having a bank of remote drivers available around the world to fill in the gaps. Truck drivers are away from their family for so long, he says. If you are remote driving a truck, you could say, after my hours, I can go back to my family. And then another remote driver then takes over and the truck is not stuck at a gas station for however many hours. Its wide array of applications is one of the many reasons why Ohr thinks that teledriving, as well as making modern cities more people-friendly, could revolutionize how several industries work. I think remote driving technology can impact so many parts of our lives so that in three to five years, people will look back and ask why we were so focused on autonomy. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business.